I got great news, guys. Oh! It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. Hey, Jack. Hey, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart with your fantasy sports news update. As we suspected, the NBA is now going to be investigating the timing of many of these early free agency deals. The Board of Governors has gathered to discuss very swift player movement during the starting hours of free agency was crazy this year, and the league has now opened up a new investigation after their meeting concluded. Players and teams are not allowed to begin negotiations till the memorandum period beginning June 30th at 6 p.m. However, several players signed with new teams just shortly after the window opened up, weakening available cap space around the league and causing some organizations to scramble for less attractive options. Signings are increasingly becoming the product of players talking to other players and they recruiting each other. And owners believe team execs deserve an opportunity to get a head start when talking to free agents, allowing them to get a better chance at acquiring talent. Zion Williamson has jumped into Jumpman. The New Orleans rookie has signed an endorsement deal with the Michael Jordan brand and announced his partnership on Instagram today. Williamson's the influence that Michael Jordan had on him as a kid was the main factor in his decision. DeMar DeRozan and Damian Lillard have withdrawn from the FIBA World Cup of Basketball, but Team USA, they've added Boston Celtics swingman Jalen Brown and New York's forward Julius Randle to its training camp roster ahead of the tournament. The Houston Rockets have signed Ben McLemore to a two-year deal today. The ex-lottery pick appeared in just 19 games for Sacramento last year before being waived by the Kings. In football, the Dallas Cowboys have topped Forbes' list of most valuable both sports teams for a four-straight year. The Dallas Cowboys worth $5 billion, up from $4.8 billion last year. And the Cowboys, they lead with a profit, too, of $365 million. The NFL dominating the rest of the top 50 as well, with 26 of the league's 32 teams landing a spot. New, Orleans, New, Orleans, New England was in the seventh hole. The Giants, they sit in 10th. And the L.A. Rams, 13th overall. Still with the Cowboys, they're releasing wide receiver Alan Hearns today. After spending just one year in Big D, Hearns signed a two-year, $2 million deal in 2018 but recorded only 20 catches for 295 yards and two touchdowns. Cowboys center Travis Frederick expected to be active for the start of training camp, according to NFL Network. He missed all of 2018 with an autoimmune disease that weakens the muscles and attacks the body's nervous system, but he's a lot better now. The Cincinnati Bengals locking up one of their homegrown talents, the team signing wideout Tyler Boyd to a four-year, $43 million extension. Boyd broke out in 2018, catching 76 passes for seven TDs, and he recorded his first 1,000-plus yard season, too. He was uh, set to enter the final year of his rookie deal before agreeing to the extension. Boyd's annual salary of $10.75 million after the reported agreement would rank 19th among NFL receivers ahead of Sterling Shepard and Tyler Lockett. The Bengals will now look to reach a deal with star receiver A.J. Green, who's entering the final year of his contract. A Pennsylvania lender is suing Washington Redskins running back Adrian Peterson for allegedly defrauding on a $2.5 million loan. The sum now stands at $6.6 million after legal fees and interest. Peterson used the loan to pay off other debts, including millions from a payday lender. Uh, Peterson has uh, earned nearly $100 million. He's likely a Hall of Famer. Wow. The Washington Redskins also releasing linebacker Mason Foster today. The move saves the Skins $4 million against the cap. He was the team's leading tackler in 2018 with 131. He also recorded two picks, two fumble recoveries, and a sack. The Buffalo Bills have hired former Houston Texans GM Brian Gain as a senior advisor overseeing college and football, college and pro scouting today. The Texans fired Gain just after one season after a failed attempt to hire Nick Casario away from the New England Patriots. The Detroit Lions will have corner Darius Slay and defensive tackle Damian Harrison attending camp this week despite a contract standoff, according to ESPN. They would be fined 40 k for every day a can't miss. Former NFL quarterback Mark Sanchez, the latest player to leave the game for the broadcast booth 
Sanchez retiring to join ESPN and ABC as a college football analyst. He played for 10 seasons, five with the Jets. And boxer Maxim, Maxim Davidash died today from serious injuries sustained during a Friday night boxing fight, according to his trainer, Buddy Gert. The 28-year-old had been taken to the hospital following his 11th round loss to Cibriel Matias and underwent a two-hour surgery because of brain swelling. He was later put into a medically induced coma, and then he passed away. In the NHL, the Nashville Predators avoided arbitration by sign, signing a seven-year, $20 million contract with forward Colton Sissons. The 25-year-old had 15 goals and 30 points in 70 games with the Predators. In baseball, Forbes magazine penning the Yankees the most valuable MLB franchise and second only to the Cowboys in that survey. The Yanks now valued at $4.6 million and represent a three-spot jump, who they ranked fifth last year in the survey. And the increase in value is listed at a 15% clip. The Atlanta Baseball League will use um, robot umps for the rest of the season. The strike zone technology receiving some positive feedback after being implemented at the league's all-star game. And in golf, Open champion Shane Lowry has withdrawn from this week's WGC FedEx St. Jude. This takes place Thursday in Memphis, Tennessee. Dustin Johnson, the favorite at 9-1. to McElroy and Kepka next on the list at 10-1. to we got 15 games in baseball. Gabe and I will talk through the games and go through all of our best bets and picks in the 6 o'clock hour. I'm Cam Stewart. Stay tuned. Morency hosts Red Heat and Rage Radio. We're going to talk everything baseball and sports. So stick around, everybody. Hour one of Red Heat and Rage with Gabe Morency coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. Red Heat Rage, our radio has to be done live from the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Middlelands, our racetrack. I am Gable Morenzi. Throwing it down with a raging redhead. That Cam Stewart will be with you for the next 120 minutes uh, or so. Full court press. Uh, busy show. LouGamblu.com uh, will join us on Tuesday instead of Wednesday uh, this week. Uh, Lou steps up in it. UFC 240 uh, quality card in Edmonton, Alberta uh, this weekend. We break it down. Uh, with uh, with Lou, a big man on campus, uh, will join us. We'll talk a little college uh, football, and uh, there's some soccer games on tap uh, this evening. The LA Galaxy take on Tijuana in the uh, the League's <laughs> Cup, which Yeehaw. is a <laughs> yeah. The League League's Cup is a uh, it's a new it's a new tournament, new series. It's the top four teams from the MLS versus the top four teams uh, from the uh, the Mexican uh, league. Quite a little rivalry uh, going on between these two leagues. Um, you know, we'll see the um, the seriousness of how how the LA Galaxy uh, take it according to their starting lineup uh, tonight. But I expect there to be some goals. Uh, Cam Tijuana played. Um, Tijuana has uh, beaten. They beat uh, LA um, LAFC uh, before. They beat them pretty easily, three one. The Mexican league is pretty good. And they like to beat the American teams, the MLS teams, and they can score. There should be some goals in this game tonight, but we'll break that down. How you doing, Cam? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, Gabe. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I expect that, too. A little bit of defense. You know, when the Mexicans play, they like to, to, to score some goals. Good ending to the night last night, too, man. That was great. Uh, I'm happy for you. Got San Francisco. Uh, my big play was Seattle. Uh, down early, came back late. It was good. Finished, uh, you know, a little bit uh, tough early, but the late games went great. So, uh, you know, I'm happy with anything. As I told you before, anything to the plus is a victory these days. Yeah, we ended up uh, leaving here uh, with, with plus units, which is, I think it's the first time. I think it happened once last week, <laughs> uh, to be honest uh, with you. It's tough at night, buddy. Since you've been yeah, there, it's that live betting. It's a tough one. <laughs> but these baseball tough. games, 
And I always, I already followed baseball, but I follow it more closely now. And these games are insane, bro. Like you said, look, I came back in the San Francisco game, but uh, the Milwaukee Brewers, dude, they caused me a heart attack. They're losing 4-1 all night. I'm like, all right, that's done. Boom, you take a 5-4 lead only to lose in the ninth, bro. Like, come on, man. I'm going to tell you, Gabe, I can't take it. Actually I'm been, so sick of that. <laughs> oh, I'm sick of it too, buddy. That's what got us into this mess here. It started the week off. But I will say this. We predicted it. NL Central. It's the craziest division going. Any games in that division, nothing's over, man. Comebacks, freak, en- freak endings, it's insane. Uh, you're right. You're right. And we're right back at it tonight. You have the Cardinals and the Pirates. I don't like a side. Archer goes uh, for the Bucks tonight. Kind of feels like a Pittsburgh night tonight, but I've got an opinion on the total. Game time decisions, Red Heat Rage Radio. Gamble next. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, gang's coming out swinging. Well done. Well done. Ace of spades. If you like to gamble, I tell you, I'm your man. You win some, lose some. It's all the same to me. All right, I'm Marenzi. We're throwing it down to FanDuel Sportsbook, uh, Meadowlands uh, Racetrack, the Raging Redhead. Cam Stewart is in uh, Toronto. Um, Lou, Lou uh, normally joins us on Wednesdays, uh, but, of course, anytime the Arizona Diamondbacks uh, are playing a um, a Wednesday afternoon a game. We have to reschedule. Um, Lou is a lot like uh, Newman on Seinfeld. When it rains, you know, he, he doesn't work. <laughs> no mail. It's, yeah, no mail. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, take Wednesday. Best, Lou. yeah, it's sort of like, like Lou's man. consistent. Is Lou on? No, no, the D-backs are playing. It's like the only time when the playing. D-backs are playing. But, but Lou then said, you know what? Change of plans. I'm not going to the D-back game. After all, we can do Wednesday. But I, I said, you know what? I was so excited to talk to you, Lou. I couldn't wait until Wednesday. And now I have a hole tomorrow to fill, but we'll deal with that uh, then. How you doing, Lou? I'm doing great, and it works out good for me because I called my buddy up and said, now I'm I'm back on. I'm going to the game again. So, <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> so it works out perfectly. Now you're back on. Good stuff. You're going. Is it so? Is it? Uh, is it the Chicago Cubs tomorrow? No, it's the it's the Orioles, and I know that's no big deal for anyone listening. However, when I was a young kid growing up in the transistor radio days, when I would go to fifth, sixth grade class and sneak an earpiece in, like I'm talking to you now, uh, it was the Brooks and Frank Robinson with. Uh, Quayar, Jim Palmer, Jim Flanagan, the toughest, baddest team in baseball. And they ran, unfortunately, into the amazing Mets. Uh, But I grew up up loving the Orioles, and so I would never miss them, especially on a Wednesday afternoon game when it's 108 degrees out and 30% humidity. It's just brutal here right now because we're getting monsoons in the late afternoon and it's the it's the worst two months of our calendar year. 
um, Jim Palmer. Oh, yeah, I'll bust out a violin for you guys out there. The weather, live in New York, Lou. You want bad weather, all right, buddy? But that's besides yeah, hey, the point. I ain't pitching. I, <laughs> I ain't pitching too fast. Yeah, yeah. But Jim Palmer, can't help but think of uh, Jim Palmer in his underwear, unfortunately, yeah, and the jockeys. But uh, <laughs> hell of Jim a pitcher, Palmer. Jim Palmer, and a great baseball analyst uh, as well. True. You know, guys, one of my favorite uh, – one of my favorite players of all time and one of my favorite players growing up as a kid, actually, was the Baltimore Orioles first baseman, Eddie Murray. Love Eddie Murray. Uh, yeah, big, big Eddie Murray fan. Don't and you love Luke, how he wore his hat, Gabe, right on the top of that perfect afro? He just, like, kind of put it up there, like, never put it down, just let it sit. Yeah. Perfect. Not a lot of guys could get away with that look. <laughs> Eddie Murray could. Yeah, he could. And he was like, that, yo, not only he's that. like, yo, I'll put the hat on. Because I have to, but like exactly. I ain't let you know what I mean. He'd be like just perfect. got a great. He was a, a, he was a mean son of a bitch, though. I tell he you, sure was. He so, sure what do you was. Say, and, and he came, and he came in under really, really tenuous circumstances. Listen, the guy he replaced was a legend in Baltimore, Boog Powell, and so he not only filled Boog's shoes, but he exceeded it, and that was that was going to be a difficult, difficult thing to do. Eddie Murray surely has my respect. And I'll tell you, Lou, you won't be, you're not envious of me of uh, very much probably, but this is one thing you'll like. I was the, when I was doing the Expos, um, I was doing the Expos, I was the uh, post-game show host. And uh, so I interviewed all the players, et cetera, all the time. And I went to, to batting practice and I was, I interviewed the manager, but the manager was Frank Robinson. And, yeah. uh, and Frank Robinson is a pretty grumpy guy, actually, in real life, to be honest. May he rest in peace. Um, you know, he was a pretty grumpy guy. And he really didn't like too many people. Uh, but for some reason, he sort of took me under his wing. And I used to hang out with him, like, in, in the office and stuff. And, like, he'd go, like, just, you know, don't ask me anything about baseball. And he'd tell me, you know, I want to hear about a time I would, you know. He was with Al Davis and uh, James Garner. <laughs> like, his best friend was Al Davis. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Wild. <laughs> like, so good. Like, and James was, Garner, actor. Great Rockford what, what, what a gang. What a, yeah, exactly. what a gang. Yeah, like, and, and that's one of my top three TV shows of all time. Sanford and Son, All in the Family, and Rockford Files, man. I, I, if anybody, you could ever dust off the old VHS tapes, go go watch those. They're, they're outstanding. Oh, yeah, Rockford Files. What was... What was Rock? What was the what's what's his old man's name in the show, uh, Lou? And oh, what was they, the name? He called him Rockfish. He called him Rockfish. The old man. I I, rem- I can see him. I don't remember. And what was with the guy with the beard that was always getting in trouble and stuff? Ah, oh, come on, Jim. <laughs> like, remember the snake was, guy it, it, was always getting in trouble. That guy. Yeah, right. He had he had all, any kind of number of snitches, but that nervous little dark-haired guy was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, super. with the beard and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, when I was a kid, I thought that was the coolest car, man. That gold, what was it, a gold uh, Camaro? I mean, gold. I learned everything from watching that show. He, You know, he'd be in a predicament, and he'd they'd need an attorney. So he'd go to his office and print up some kind of a card on his copy machine that said <laughs> attorney. And then, the, and, then, and then two hours later, or, or excuse me, you know, as the as the episode went on, now he needed to be an accountant. So he then he turned into an accountant. I'm telling you, it helped me maneuver my way through life watching that show. Uh, you know, 
Angel, thank you, Larry and Wawa. Angel, Larry Angel. knows everything. Yeah, Larry. 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 Angel, strong. he was always in trouble. <laughs> and the you know, two of them didn't have two dimes to rub together. The two of them were brokering health. Rockford lived in a in a trailer. In yeah, a trailer, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I don't know who told me the story. And I've interviewed a lot of people over the years, but somebody told me the story. It might have been Frank Robinson or somebody. Maybe it was Ray Guy, because I had Ray Guy on quite a bit. I'm a big Ray Guy guy, a big fan of Ray Guy. So um, they told me the story about how James Garner was on, like, the sidelines of games for the Raiders and stuff. And, you know, in those days, you couldn't be. I Long story short, I think they signed him. I think the Raiders might have signed like a contract with Garner so he could be in the press, like in in, in a suite or something. I wish I can remember the details fully, he, but it was he was on every side. He was on the sidelines for every game. Yeah, no, he was hardcore. Yeah, exactly. How they got it done, I don't know, but you know, he, I he wish I remember a, the I mean, story. Larry and Wawa Raider. probably remember the story. He'll remember my <laughs> the interview. I got I got to get to the bottom of it. I met Al Davis actually. It's one of the cooler things. I met Al Davis and. If the same day we'll move on from TV, but you guys will get a kick out of this. Remember uh, Fred uh, Fred Dreyer, uh, Hunter. Hunter, Hunter. Whoa, yeah. that guy's a killer, man. He's tough. He's a Hunter. big guy in real life. He's Huge. mean looking in real life, man. And oh, he's a monster. You can't you can't make this up, dude. So I'm living in LA. I go to the Ra- I was going to the Raider games all the time. All right, Bo Jackson, Jay Schrader was the quarterback. Mike Shanahan was the coach. They fired Shanahan. Uh, after a year, big mistake. And I went to Denver, and we know what happened there. <laughs> he won two Super Bowls. So uh, I was going to Raider games and used to hang out in the parking lot and stuff before the game. And um, Al Davis shows up in like a silver limo and gets out and in the pristine white Raider tracksuit. <laughs> He's like a mobster. He gets out. Okay, everyone's, like, uh, everyone's like, Mr. Davis, Mr. Davis. And he was like, how you doing? You know, he was like, let's get a win today, guys. Let's go Raiders. And, like, he engaged with the fans and everything. He didn't, like, big-time them. Like, he stopped. He talked to everyone in the parking lot for a couple of minutes. But me and my buddy were smoking. And uh, we were smoking a big, like, fat joint of hash. And, man, it was smoking everywhere, Cam. <laughs> and I'm standing there. And I look over. And, like, five feet from me, I go, oh, shit. It's Hunter. Put it out. I was so used to him being a cop. Being a cop, me. exactly, exactly. He's gonna bust you. He believed that. It was almost like he was a cop. It was almost like he was a cop. He gave us like the dirtiest look yeah. when he walked by. <laughs> and my buddy says to him, "Where's Stephanie Kramer at?" Because <laughs> remember the hot chick on the show. Those are those are actually those are classic stories, and you you wouldn't know it by watching Freddie Dwyer as Hunter, but. That guy played opposite Jack Youngblood, and, and he was when he came into the yeah. league, he was a beast. Oh yeah, yeah. Erlen Olsen too. Forget about yeah. the flowers yeah. and all that. That F- guy was killing flowers. Yeah, I know. Little house on the prairie. He's the toughest too. Crazy. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Fantasy football season is now upon us, and season-long drafts are in full swing. Roto experts, as you covered with their NFL 365 fantasy football package, including the best math-based projections and rankings anywhere on the Internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto experts provide dynasty, season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draw content every day of the year to give you an edge of regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with the promo code FNTSY. The NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. Lorenzi. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Cam uh, Stewart. All right, we got Lou uh, from Gamblu. Uh, dot com uh, with us and uh, Yang informs me that uh, Mike Blewett has called in and I was thinking did Mike want to uh, share something about Hunter or uh, old school TV shows and um, then I realized there was like a trade cab made without league approval um, like Kurtz is out on Tuesdays I guess Blewett is in that's right and, uh, I, I, I thought that was starting next week I was kind of confused uh, about this uh, but we bring Mike well, Blewett in as well yeah, what's up Mike then I screwed up, but I loved Hunter. I watched it regularly, so I'm happy to share stories of Merlin Olsen of and the Kramer. FTD Flores guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Lou, Lou, uh, we uh, say hi to Lou. We got Gamblu here with us. We're gonna get What's to up, some Lou? UFC in a minute. Hi, but Mike. Lou, Pleasure to. Lou's an old football guy too, and uh, ready for the football season coming up. But Lou, remember Merlin Olsen too? FTD, remember the flowers and stuff, and. Little house on the prairie, but that guy, that guy would eat your lunch on the field. <laughs> well, you also had Roosevelt Greer on that same line. Don't forget him, and he played plenty of TV as a real soft-spoken guy, and he wasn't very soft-spoken playing defensive tackle for uh, the the Rams. I can tell you that. And did every psycho in the league play for the Rams? The Rams, yeah, all the TV guys played for the Rams. That's an excellent point. Like guys, Deacon TV- Jones, Deacon Jones, Rams. Yeah. All Rams. Good call. The Rams were the Hollywood, same line. <laughs> yeah. What a what a what a fierce line. Um, uh, another fierce line. Rosie Remember the Greer, sat- real quick, Gabe. Rosie Greer was in a movie where he played. It was a two-headed guy, and I know somebody's going to know this in the audience. But Rosie Greer was one of the two heads on this two-headed like <laughs> evil guy in a movie. We have oh, to look, wow. I swear. Larry and Wawa will know. I have yeah, to call IMDb. knows this. everything. <laughs> wow, you're gonna, now, now we're getting some weird stuff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jeff- how about this, Mike? We'll keep you for a couple of minutes. We'll talk football. And then in the next segment, we'll get into the UFC yeah. uh, with Lou. I'll ask you, I'll throw this cool. to you first, Lou. We got into it today, earlier this morning, and it was sort of harmless. It just sort of started about the NFL uh, and Football Hall of Fame. Eddie George, is Eddie George a Hall of Famer? Yes or no, Lou? No. Mike Blewett, Eddie George. Uh, Well, I'll say this. Before last year, I probably would have said no because I'm thinking about it for too long. But if Terrell Davis is in, 
I'm going to throw Eddie George in there as well. Cam? No, I'm going to say no. I, I I love Eddie George too. But if you if you combine like like for pro like if it was because his days at Ohio State he was a great college player too. But Gabe, well, he's a college Hall of Famer. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, a college Hall of Famer definitely NFL. I'm going to say borderline. But no, we're letting too many people in now. Remember we talk about this with Kurtz. It's not the Hall of a Hall of excellent or very good. It should be the best of the best. Eddie George was upper tier, but I'm going to have to say no. You're letting George's uh, grumpiness rub off on you, Cam. It's kind of true. Like yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. In, in every third and critical confrontation with their arch rival Baltimore and Ray Lewis, Eddie George wilted. Fumbled, had the ball taken from him. No one loved Eddie George more than me, but those are the facts. Um, there are some big numbers that he put up, though. Um, there are some very big numbers. Yep. Eight straight seasons of 300 uh, uh, straight carries. All right, here you know, on the list of top uh, running backs, Eddie George ranked seventh wow, that, in average amazing. yards. Yeah, ranked seventh in average yards per rushing uh, per year. He averaged 1,160 yards uh, per year, ranking behind only Barry Sanders, Jim Brown, mm. Walter Payton, Curtis Martin, Ladaniel Thomason, and Emmett Smith. Eddie George ranks ahead of this same average. Eric Dickerson, Terrell Davis, Tony Dorsett, Jerome Bettis, and Earl Campbell. How many carries? Can you repeat the carries, please? How many carries? Three, 300 he, plus he yards? He's the only running back in NFL history, Lou, to carry the football 300 or more times in eight consecutive seasons. He never missed a game in 10 seasons. 10 straight seasons of starting. Right. And he carried the football 330 times or more in five of eight seasons that he carried it. I mean, and, and that is incredible. That that really is incredible. I, I stand by my answer, but I, I also yeah, I recognize the other answers as well. Yes, yes is as legit as a no. Okay, only Walter Payton has more consecutive starts than Eddie George. Walter Payton, 170. Eddie George, 130 at the running back. George is only the second running back to rush for 10,000 yards while never missing a start. The only other person to do it, the only other person to rush for 10,000 yards and never miss a start, Jim Brown. Like, it's not crazy talk to to debate this. Yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, Despite uh, his playing in Tennessee, George trails only Hall of Famers Marshall Falk and Curtis Martin from uh, yards and scrimmage. You know what hurts him? The 3.6 yards per carry. That's that seems to be what's held against him. And I'll tell you what, guys, yeah. he, he Mike, he rushed for 130 yards in the Super Bowl and scored the Titans only two damn touchdowns in the game. If the Titans win that yeah. game, he's the Super Bowl MVP and he's in the Hall of Fame. Not even the debate. Is he any worse yeah. of a player yeah. because they because Dyson was a yard short? I, I would agree. I would uh, I would suggest that perhaps many people feel like I do that in his confrontations against Ray, he. He didn't do as well as many hoped. Yeah, I know. Listen, I'm not going to. Uh, I, I I respect you. Bring up a lot of good. I am not a Ray Lewis fan. Those are great numbers. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a lawyer, Cam. I'm ready to go with this, huh? <laughs> no, I'd say I, I, that's what we need. You, we need you with the empirical data because no, I, I like those numbers are actually slightly better than I thought. Like I knew Eddie George was elite, but those numbers are they're fantastic. And it's they, not like Steve McNair the- stretched the field, Lou. Right, come on. Steve McNair, no, great no, guy, they, may they rest in peace. The, he wasn't a great throwing quarterback. They, they stacked the freaking box. They paint the picture of a total 
prototypical Iron Man running back that Eddie George was. I'm not discrediting that. Uh, and, and those numbers make me, you know, really rethink the position simply because that many straight carries over that many, you'd never see that in today's NFL. The kids can't, they, they're not durable enough no. to do it. Yeah, no way. And, and Gabe, you know one more thing. It, uh, yeah. uh, only until his last season when he finally got banged up a little bit and he, he ultimately retired. He had 1,200 scrimmage yards in all of those seasons, uh, with the exception of that final year's 1194. But 1,200 scrimmage yards each one of those seasons. And yes, the yards per carry started to plummet at the end of the career. But that isn't necessarily just related to him. There are other issues with the team that was moving away from that Super Bowl appearance. Mike blew it with us. Good, all right. Good, good comment right there. <laughs> Excellent point. <laughs> As Cam would say, you raise good points, everybody. Um, all right, let me just throw a couple other names because it's just a, one one guy that uh, one guy that ahead of Eddie George even. How is Edron James not in the Hall of Fame? You know, like Edron James's numbers are good enough. He's a Super Bowl champion. It was the big three. It's not the big two. It was James Harrison and Manning. Now yeah, Manning's going to be a Hall of Famer. Um. Um. Marvin Harrison already is. Marvin Harrison is like threatening people in Philadelphia as we speak, and he's still yeah, not. Well, didn't he almost kill a guy in a car wash? He was like my favorite player in college, too, Marenzi. When I was at Syracuse, and I love Marvin Harrison. I don't know what the hell happened at the end of his career. It's but Edward James should be should yeah. be in the hall. And uh, surprises me, uh, Mike and Lou and Cam, is uh, Roger Craig, San Francisco 49ers, not in the Hall of Fame. That's a big adjustment. Yeah. Yeah, he has first guy with a thousand receiving and a thousand rushing in the same season. Yeah. I believe Roger Craig was the first really... sort of dual threat modern back. I know there were sort yeah. of others, but I, the I, real, yeah, come on, man, he deserves credit. He's got, he he, he racked up like thirteen thousand combined yards or something. Yeah, he was the guy that I think showed you what backs were going to do in West Coast offenses. To put that in quotes, and obviously these offenses have uh, continued to expand, but I think Roger Craig was really the the case study of what your your dynamic running backs could do in a West Coast offense and be able to run and catch in space. Right. Uh, and if you listen to the the modern analytics of today, it's all about throw the ball on first down and, and what kind of running back would you have that would execute that perfectly? Roger Craig. Uh, uh, Walsh. San Francisco and all the individual participants of the, of those 49er teams in many ways, really years ahead of their time. All right, uh, gentlemen, we got about two minutes left in this segment. Uh, fun stuff. So I see uh, FanDuel's just posted some uh, playoff odds. Playoffs. 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 Uh, yeah. Will teams make the playoffs? Um, all right. We'll go rapid fire. Just a uh, quick uh, gut uh, gut instinct. The much-talked-about Cleveland Browns. Will they make the playoffs? Yes. Minus 122. No. Plus 100. Anybody think that's a decent bet? Browns not to make the playoffs at plus 100? Yeah, I'll take that. I want a little bit more. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm with Cam. I need a little bit more than that. I'm surprised. I Actually, Gabe, if you were to give me that line, I would have said a buck twenty-five. the way people are talking about the Browns. Even money? No, just exactly. a little bit more? You know what it is, guys? Exactly. The betting market isn't 
fighting on the ground. Yeah. It's the, the media. Pot, the pot, yeah, the betting, the sharps right. aren't betting it. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. the fantasy community. Yeah, the the fa- and the fantasy community the skews thing. things. People yeah. like they confuse fantasy yeah. with reality. Baltimore Ravens plus because 174. The I'm sorry, if you go to Pittsburgh, if the, if you bet them to make the playoffs, they're plus 100. I'll take that one too because that's the class of the division still, not Cleveland. And I'm sorry Andrew. to interrupt. Plus 104 right now. Thank you, Mike Blewett. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right. Game time decisions. Ready to rage our radio. Live from the FanDuel Sportsbook Meadowlands uh, racetrack is down the stretch. Uh, they come. But, uh, various uh, tracks at, at once. And um, it's a lively, uh, lively afternoon uh, here, as it, uh, as it usually is. The uh, Hamiltonians are uh, coming up around the corner, actually. Uh, on August uh, August the third, big big uh, race. We look forward to a race day here. Uh, we got Lou right now. All right, we got fight night in Edmonton, and uh, we got some good ones uh, here. Lou, got to tip your cap to uh, Frankie Edgar that he's still fighting at this level, at the age of thirty seven, and not just the age of thirty seven, <laughs> Lou, but the wars that Frankie Edgar has been in over the years. I, you know, I, I used to be close with uh, with Gray Maynard, uh, still buddies with him, but I don't speak to him as much anymore. But Used to be buddies with Gray Maynard, like real close, and he was never the same after that. Like those were some serious ass fights, and you remember those wars, Cam? That was 2011. Yep. And it's amazing all the rivalries, Lou, that Frankie has been in. You know the Benson Henderson fights, the Aldo fights. This, you know, everybody's fought everybody, and the fact that he's still going at 37, you know, got to tip your cap to this guy. No question about it. And and not only that, Gabriel, but in almost all of those fights, it's he's disregarded. He's an underdog. He's undersized. He can't do it. And all the, all the kid does is show up and he should be an underdog in this fight. Let's, let's not fool ourselves here. 10 years, the older man, five inches, the shorter man a five-inch reach disadvantage with his leg, even though his arm uh, reach is only one-inch difference. And that's that's really kind of um, deceiving because Holloway's so tall and, and skinny that, of course, from fingertip to fingertip, stretched out like an angel, he's not going to measure as much as Edgar, who has that nice, wide-shouldered, you know, physique. Uh, Edgar's a warrior, and uh, Holloway is a true young champion with all the dynamics going in his favor. But just to play devil's uh, protagonist here, uh, Max is talking like he's welcoming Frankie's pressure, 
And let's not forget that Max is coming down from a fight at 155 that he took unbelievable damage from. The first punch Poirier hit him with buckled his knees. And only because the guy's such a warrior and tough as nails and must have a cranium similar to a Hereford cow was he able to fight for five full rounds and take the flush shots that Poirier was delivering and as well. Uh, kudos to Poirier for taking Max's shots, but Max didn't have power at 55. He has more power at 45, even though it's via accumulation. And I would submit that if Max has a difficult weight cut, and he always does, look a little bit drawn and gaunt at his weigh-ins at 145. If he has a difficult cut, uh, I, I could see a case where his difficult cut, coupled with the fact that he coming off a loss at 155 and the damage he took, he wants to look impressive. If he decides to stand and allow Edgar to get in close, he could make a mistake. And uh, that would be the only scenario I think I could, you know, manage uh, where Frankie will win. If, if Holloway fights his best fight and fights the IQ fight, he just pitter-patters Frankie to death at range and eventually finishes him. You think he'll eventually finish him? Because I'm looking at this right now. Will the fight go the distance? Plus 180. Um, yes. No is minus 230 right now at FanDuel. And say one thing about Frankie Edgar. This guy's a hard guy to finish. I mean, how many yeah, times and, has he been finished I, at, at 30? Let me look. look, look sorry, go ahead. I'm just going to look. How many, how many times has he been finished in his career? I'm right with you, Gabe. I, I love where you're going with this. That's your line. Uh, because just because Ortega caught him coming in with this uppercut doesn't mean Frankie's chinny, okay? And so most people are thinking, well, hey, Ortega caught Frankie. Holloway painted Ortega's fence. This is a mismatch. I would caution you against that kind of thinking. Frankie's pressure and yeah, that's the only time. As Sorry, well. That's the only time he's ever that's been right. stopped. Well, yeah. That's right. Hey, listen, uh, uh, Frankie's a unrelenting wrestling-based stalwart. Even at 37, he's got his pride. Uh, I love that decision, plus 180. I love it. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I like the enthusiasm. So, do we have any? You know, sounds like you think we got a little bit of a live dog. Let's check out the way in here. Plus 300. Frankie's got the heart of a champion. Only 37. He might have one last surprise left. And guys, you never know how a fighter, a guy could say, oh, no, I'm good with it and whatever, I'm fine. After they get knocked out or after they lose, you don't know how they're going to react after. And as, as, as Lou stated, it was a very punishing fight against uh, Diamond Poirier. Um, as well, Felicia, this fight's been this fight's been postponed two times before, and everybody thinks that you know it's 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 Holloway's advantage that Edgar's older. Well, it might be uh, Edgar's advantage that Holloway opposite. just got freak painted by Poirier. It's weird to say this because Edgar's been in more wars than a lot of countries, uh, but the fact of the matter is, man, he's not an old thirty-seven. Like this guy, there's something about him. He's just he's like. He's a little machine, man. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? His training, his conditioning, he's not a partier. He doesn't do stupid stuff. You know what I mean? He understands. He doesn't train as hard now. He's a smart fighter. 
I wouldn't discount him here either. I really wouldn't discount Frankie Edgar. I'd be careful. Like, I'm looking at the plus 180 to go the distance here, but there's a lot of hype about this Spencer, Felicia Spencer against uh, Cyborg. Cyborg's minus 650 right now, I'm seeing at least here, uh, Lou, in front of me. Any interest in any in underdog here, or is she just not ready for this yet? I, I don't really even know. I think Cyborg, This if you want to fade Cyborg, now's the time because she's fragile mentally. Uh, Amanda Nunes is claiming she doesn't want to lose twice, so she won't face her. So Dana White saying the same thing. Well, hey, this is this is really a telling fight, and it's one and with its price and everything else. And and, and Felicia Spencer isn't supposed to be here. This was a setup fight for the other girl. So I'll watch this one. And and and, and this is a tricky card. Uh, this is not the talent laden card that the last one was. That said, it's not our job to. To make do the UFC's job. It's our job to find some good value, and there's no value in the cyborg fight, I don't think. It, to me, it's Spencer or Pass, guys. Pretty impressive. Megan Anderson's a good fighter, and she messed her up pretty quickly. Um, you know, cyborg though might just be like you know, depends if Spencer's intimidated by her. I get it, but crazier things have happened, man. You know, at plus four fifty. Cyborg fights on the floor and on the feet, and Megan Anderson fights only on the feet. Uh, Felicia Spencer was able to expose Anderson. Uh, I think she'll be exposed by Cyborg, but that, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't. Uh, I, I respect Cyborg. I, I don't like betting against her. Uh, what about some of these other fights I uh, hear, Lou? Uh, Jeff Neal and uh, Nico Price, uh, Olivier Aubert Mercier, somebody from Quebec that. Never really has gotten better. So thing with this guy. He's very big, limited. Very hyped up, but just kind of, yeah. you know. Yeah, he's a nice yeah. guy. They wanted Seems him like to be the new GSP because, oh, TriStar, and he's French and yeah. everything, and he's humble, and he's a nice guy. But quite frankly, he's he's good, but he's not great. You know what I mean, Lou? Like, I don't know much about this guy he's fighting, though. Ooh, Armin like, Tanzarian? Like, yeah, I, yeah, I thought the same thing. I, mean, like, <laughs> I looked at the name. I'm like, I'm like from the Simpsons, Armin Tanzarian. Skinner? Oh, new dude. I got to be honest. So what, what, who is this what guy, Lou? His name's about almost this. like Armin Tanzarian. It's awesome. Hey, this dude beat, this dude beat Makachev, man. This, this guy's no joke, young 22-year-old cat. Uh, and I think Avin Mercier uh, was a total prop-up. This is his last fight in the UFC. This young 22-year-old, 23-year-old kid going to dominate him. Uh, and he should Okay, yeah, I wanted to say, Lou, sorry, sorry. I don't want to cut you off, but I was going to say, he beat the guy's brother, though, right? He he beat Machaya, but not the Machaya, right? He beat the guy's brother. Yeah, that, it, yes, it, yeah. yes. But, but he, you're right. I think he, this Russian guy's going to mess Obama Mercier up, bro. I just don't think uh, it's more a fate of Obama Mercier being just... Yeah. Uh, totally propped up a Canadian when when there's a Canadian card he gets on it and he, and he doesn't do well. <laughs> Price and Jeff Neal just let's just know Jeff Neal is a good solid fighter. Price is absolutely mashugana. This guy's crazy and he doesn't have any technique, but he's nutty. If this fight opens, Neal minus 185 is now minus 330, minus 335. This thing keeps going up. Just on value alone, I'll have to look at Price. Uh, you know, there's a couple of Canadians here I think might be overvalued, but one that might be undervalued and a value is this kid Tucker. 
Now, we don't know a lot about him. He's been off for a while. We know he's got to get inside. He's going to be so much the shorter, older man that's been unactive, inactive, I should say, for for some time fighting this Oriental, uh, this South Korean uh, Choi Singwu. But these, the, the Eastern markets, the Oriental markets of the UFC are behind the current UFC in the Western Hemisphere. And even though Choi has all kinds of youth and size and reach advantages here, Tucker opens minus 215, and we always respect our bookmakers, and now you can catch a minus 125. Let's sit back, wait another day or two, and when this thing gets close to pick, I might take the Tucker, uh, the Canadian uh, hometown Tucker here, uh, because just because I think it, there's some value on him. 10-1 fighter from Newfoundland, Cam. Uh, nice, Gavin yeah. Tucker. Uh, how about this, guys? Eric Koch, man. Remember Eric Koch? Eric Koch was like, uh, used to be Dustin Poirier's rival, uh, rival years ago. It was like, remember, Lou? Probably about five, seven, oh, yeah. how long? Five years ago? Like, people were talking about Eric Koch as like a future champion. Like, he was at the top of the top as far as contenders. Here he is, second fight of the night now, huh? Second fight of the night. What you do you know, know about this wonder... Stewart guy fighting out of he's Tempe, Ar- Arizona? He's that Army guy yeah. that uh, lost his last. Remember, we, uh, he was supposed to – I think he lost, right, Lou? Yeah, he's had a couple of tough uh, battles in the UFC, but they've also put him against competition that's just eye-wateringly uh, stringent. Uh, all this kid does is show up at this gym every day. He's one of the best teammates around. You know I hang at the MMA lab. Uh, he's got all the tools, and in, if you read recent articles in all the publications, he admits to a lack of athleticism. He admits to being a scrawny little chicken guy that everybody kicked their ass, but being a Marine taught him about teamwork and taught him how to never quit. This is an unbelievable story. And uh, Lou, even, I got to tell you, he's 11 and two in a Marine. Yeah, he's pretty tough. <laughs> I wouldn't mess with him. <laughs> well, yeah, but here's, here's what happened. He, he fought in front of a bunch of Marines. He fought, yeah, I, I don't know if it was LFA or what the organization was. Yeah, he, yeah. Fought a, he fought an MMA lab kid, James Nakashima, that the UFC will never All he'll do is just completely dominate. Anyway, he fought Nakashima in a army base in front of a bunch of marine a marine base in front of a bunch of marines and he got beat up and he then switched his camps to the mma lab that tells me the kid's got heart i've talked to him i've i've, I've spoken with him he's a real deal i love him in this fight he's got all the advantages and he's gonna win this fight he will win this fight wow lou's uh, locked in here all right awesome. hang in here lou we'll just uh look from the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, thank you, Yang. Game time decisions, right? Eat, rage, our radio continues. Uh, we uh, 
wrap up uh, level one uh, right now. We'll be with you till seven o'clock. Uh, then I'll return at eight o'clock uh, this evening. Drew Martin uh, will step up and then Matt Josephs will uh, also uh, join us. Uh, Sportsmemo.com's Matt Josephs and uh, Drew Martin. Um, so it sounds like it's going to be a lot of college football talk uh, tonight with two guys that are big into college football. But of course, we'll track uh, what's going on with the Major League Baseball board. Uh, Lou, finally in closing uh, here, we'll give you the floor. Uh, we got this Marc-Andre Barrio fight against Jotko. Uh, Barrio was a TKO champion of the company that GSP started in out of uh, Montreal, but he lost his UFC debut to uh, Andrew Sanchez. And then you got Jotko um, coming into this uh, fight. Uh, what's your What's your take on, on this? Well, uh, Jotko opens minus 230 uh, to... Barrio plus 170, and it looks like if people jumped on the local Canadian a little bit early. And I, I got to say uh, that even though his competition level is not what Jotko's is, I like his move to TriStar. Uh, I like him off a loss. The, the, the Andrew Sanchez loss was a brutal fight. I mean, Sanchez fought the fight of his life in that fight. Uh, and I don't take anything away from the local in that one. And Jotko has the fact that he had a little bit level, better level of competition, and he's a lefty, uh, but I think he's ripe. And I, I still like Barrio, uh, the local. This is a, a hometown Canadian that I would back, and, and I'm planning on backing as an underdog here. Yeah, I like I like where you go with that, Lou. You know, I think Barrio's life too. You know, a lot of guys that come into the UFC, they're nervous. There's UFC nerves. He's a tough fighter. Um, he's faced decent competition in TKO. TKO is a a pretty good regional company. There's good fighters in Quebec. It's a lot of TriStar fighters there, Lou, uh, etc. I think we got a live dog uh, there as well. Could be a night of uh, a few underdogs, Lou. It's always a pleasure, sir. Enjoy the baseball game uh, tomorrow. Get to find more information about Lou's picks at gamblue.com and follow him on Twitter at gamblue. Thanks, Lou. Have a good one, Lou. Love you guys. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. All right, fun stuff uh, with Lou Bigman on campus. will join us in the second hour. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Everybody, I'm Dan Stewart with your fantasy sports news update. Cincinnati Bengals getting it done. The Bengals locking in one of their homegrown talents today. The team signing wideout Tyler Boyd to a four-year, $43 million extension. He broke out in 2018, a star at Pitt, catching 76 passes for seven touchdowns while recording his first 1,000-plus yard season for the Bengals. He was set to enter the final year of his rookie deal before agreeing to the extension. His annual $10.75 million salary after a reported agreement would rank him 19th among receivers ahead of Sterling Shepard and Tyler Lockett. The Bengals now want to reach a new deal with other star receiver, A.J. Green, who's entering the final year of his deal. The Dallas Cowboys have topped Forbes' list of most valuable sports teams for a fourth straight season. Dallas is worth $5 billion, up from $4.8 billion last year. And the Cowboys led all teams with a profit of $365 million. 
The NFL dominated the rest of the top 50 with 26 of the league's 32 teams landing a spot in the top 50. New England was 7th overall. The New York Football Giants 10th and the Rams sitting 13th overall in 2nd, 3rd, and 4th place. Still with the Cowboys, they're releasing wide receiver Alan Hearns today after spending just one year in Big D. Good news here, Cowboys center Travis Frederick is expected to be active for the start of training camp, according to the NFL Network. He missed all of 2018 with an autoimmune disease that weakens the muscles and attacks the body's nervous system. A Pennsylvania lender is suing Washington Redskins running back Adrian Peterson for allegedly defaulting on a $5.2 million loan. The sum now stands at $6.6 million after the legal fees and interest of the loan. Peterson used the loan to pay off other debts, including millions from a payday lender. He's earned nearly $100 million in his uh, likely Hall of Fame uh, career. The Redskins also releasing linebacker Mason Foster today. The move saves them $4 million against the salary cap. He was the team's leading tackler in 2018 with 131. He also recorded two interceptions, two fumble recoveries, and a sack. The Buffalo Bills have hired former Houston Texans GM Brian Gain as a senior advisor overseeing college and pro football scouting today. The Detroit Lions will have corner Darius Slay and defensive tackle Damian Harrison training camp Despite their contract standoffs with Detroit, they'll be fined 40K for every day of camp miss. So these guys showing up want to save some ducats. Bobby Wagner, this just in, will attend the Seahawks camp in a limited role. He's entering the final year of his four-year $43 million deal. He's had over 100 tackles in all seven seasons in Seattle. NFL quarterback Mark Ch- Sanchez, the latest player to leave the game for the broadcast booth. Sanchez retiring to join ESPN and ABC as a college football analyst. He played for 10 seasons in the league and five with the New York Jets. As suspected, the NBA now going to be investigating the timing of these free agency deals. The Board of Governors has gathered to discuss swift player movement during the starting hours of free agency, and the league opened up a new investigation after their meeting concluded. Players and teams are not allowed to begin negotiations till the memorandum period begins June 30th at 6 p.m. However, this year, several players signed with new teams right after a window opened up weakening available cap space around the league and causing some organizations to scramble for very less attractive options. Signings are increasingly becoming the product of players talking to other players and guys recruiting uh, friends and stuff. And owners believe team execs deserve an opportunity to head start when talking to free agents, allowing them a better chance to acquire talent. So we'll stay on top of that one. Zion Williamson has jumped to jump, man. The New Orleans rookie has signed an endorsement deal with the Jordan brand and announced his partnership on Instagram today. He said the uh, decision because he was a big fan of Michael Jordan as a kid, and that was his main factor in the choice. DeMar DeRozan and Damian Lillard have withdrawn from the FIBA World Cup of Basketball for Team USA, but Team USA added Boston swingman Jalen Brown and New York Knicks forward Julius Randle to its training camp roster ahead of the tournament. The Houston Rockets, they've signed Ben McLemore on a two-year deal. The ex-lottery pick appeared in just 18 games of Sacramento before being waived. Boxer Maxime Dadashev uh, died today from injuries sustained during a Friday night fight. Horrible news, and this uh, from his trainer, Buddy Gert. The 28-year-old was taken to hospital following his 11th-round loss to Suspribiel Matias and underwent a two-hour surgery because of swelling in his brain. He took a lot of punches and eventually passed away. He was put into a medically-induced coma. In the NHL, the Nashville Predators avoided arbitration by agreeing to a seven-year, $20 million deal with uh, forward Colton Sissons. The 25-year-old tallied a career-high 15 goals and 30 points in 70 games with the Nashville Predators last season. In baseball, Forbes magazine penning the New York Yankees as the most valuable MLB franchise and second only to the Dallas Cowboys. Yankees now uh, worth $4.6 billion and represent a three-jump spot. They ranked fifth last year, and they've increased in value by 15%. The Atlantic Baseball League uh, still going to use those robot umps, getting positive feedback from the league. 
Max Scherzer to return Thursday versus the Rockies as his first start since July 6th. And former Mets legend Doc Gooden arrested for a second DUI in the past six weeks. Open championship uh, winner Shane Lowry withdrawing from the WGC FedEx St. Jude Classic. I'm Cam Stewart. Stick around, everybody. Big man on campus joins the show. Gabe and I will go through our baseball bets and best bets of the night as well. It's hour two of Red Heat and Rage Radio coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Level two. Game time decisions. Ready for our radio. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. iHeart, tune in. Um, everything else uh, in between. We appreciate uh, you joining us, whatever uh, medium you're joining us on. Uh, we've got a full slate of baseball once again here on this Tuesday night. We've got a couple of soccer games on tap uh, as well that we can lay it down on uh, Major League uh, Baseball. Uh, last night, uh, we actually escaped ahead of the curve, uh, albeit uh, just barely, and only because of the uh, <laughs> the San Francisco Giants uh, coming back uh, last night. Uh, but, you know, it was, it was very frustrating what happened um, in, in Milwaukee last night, Cam. But looking at the number once again uh, this evening, and uh, let me get the uh, – let me just make sure I – let's get the current number. I saw earlier in the day, basically, not that long ago, Bumgarner was plus 104. Yeah, he is uh, currently, I'm seeing, uh, whoa, wow, a little bit of line movement to the Giants. I'm seeing uh, 10 cents either way on my book. What do you got at FanDuel? Is, are, are they a minus Darvish, 110? Darvish minus 110, Bumgarner minus 104. Oh, so nice. I've, got, I've got the best pitcher on the team, one of the yep. best pitchers in – the last 10 years in Major League Baseball. I've got a team that's won 16 of their last 19 games, and they're an underdog against you freaking Darvish. Are you freaking kidding me? I will say this, though. I'm only going to say one thing, but I'm with you. But you Darvish has been better recently. I After know. After a has. horrible start, he's really picking up his game. But I'm with you. Bumgarner's uh, been a fantastic pitcher. He's great. You know, uh, they were talking about dealing this guy earlier. No, no, you got to keep him around and, and you owe it to Bruce Bochy and the rest of the guys in the team that have battled for you. Let's do it, Giants. Let's go. You know, you're in this thing. You're right in the thick of it. So, you know, uh, stop thinking about being sellers and just keep on winning games and maybe you'll get there. Wild card time, baby. We had uh, we had Richard Justice on earlier today, longtime baseball uh, columnist, uh, writes for MLB.com now. And... Uh, he said he thinks that San Francisco is now off of selling because of this. And he said, listen, it could change in the next week. It's, it's coming up. It's around the corner. The 31st is next Wednesday. That's the trade deadline. So things could change if they suddenly lost five in a row. But, Cam, they're, they're sending a message. The players on the San Francisco Giants are sending a message to management upstairs. Yo, 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 Don't. what are you doing? Don't break this up. And we brought it up. It's Bochy's last year. And normally you can't get emotional about these things, but even Richard Justice said, guys, he's a three-time World Series champion. Let's give him a chance on the way out here. You know what I mean? And I agree. You and I have been saying this all along. I'm leading San Francisco again tonight. Can't get in front of the Giants, and I love uh, the picture they got going. No, it's a great price. You're getting Bumgarner, minus 104. That's good. Real good. 
All right, uh, we're going to... Uh... From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, back to live action, fellas. Level two. Game time decision. Red Heat Major Radio. I am Gable Brenson. We're throwing it down to FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands uh, Racetrack. It will be back uh, live tonight at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern uh, time, tracking all these uh, baseball games that we're about to bet on. But there is there is soccer uh, as well, a couple of soccer games on tap here this evening. And, of course, we're at the time of the year right now where people are getting excited about the National Football League. Fantasy football season is pretty much uh, here, depending on how hardcore you uh, you are. But people have started uh, doing their drafts already. Um, and everyone's wondering about NFL futures, who's going to win the Super Bowl. And, of course, everybody needs to know who the dude from Jeopardy, James Holzhauer, uh, likes. Uh, professional sports gambler, Cam, of course. James Holzhauser, the dude who won over $2 million. Uh, on Jeopardy. He's now back in Las Vegas, and he says that this year's Super Bowl will be a rematch of last year's uh, Super Bowl. The New England Patriots versus the L.A. Rams. Let's bring in a big man on campus uh, right now. Big man, do you agree with Holhauser? Do you think it'll be a Super Bowl rematch this year between the Patriots and the Rams? No, I don't. And I'm sick of actually thinking that we need to, we care what this guy has to say. We, since when do we care what he thinks? And when did he become Billy Walters? I mean, I, I, did I miss that memo, Gabe? Well the, thing, well, the thing is, listen, you win $2 million on Jeopardy. Yeah. He does know a lot. So people are going to want to know what he thinks about things. Um, but, but, Gabe. He Gabe, doesn't, listen, Gabe, he doesn't have a reputation of being. He doesn't have a reputation of being the best gambler in Vegas or anything like that. But, no, I'm not surprised people asked him who he likes in the Super Bowl. But, yeah, I'm not answer your question, him. no. I did. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with him either, no. Um, I like what he says, though. He says that uh, when I was 10 years old, people told me I was wasting my time studying sports statistics. When I was 20 years old, people said, you're wasting your time gambling and playing poker. When I was 24, people told me I was wasting my time gambling on sports. Then when I was 30, people said, uh, you'll never be on Jeopardy. You waste all your time studying Jeopardy questions. I've proven all these things wrong. Um, so he's, uh, he's motivated coming into the football. Well, at least he's got a bankroll, but sure I'm not does. buying the. It wouldn't shock Rams, me if the Patriots. Rams and Patriots? Nah, nah, nah. I'm not buying not the, the Rams, Rams this year. I'm not either. I'm not buying the Rams going to the Super Bowl game. I don't even think the Patriots are are going to go to the Super Super Bowl again, Gabe. I know they're good. But... Hey guys, yeah. Hey guys, listen. I, I'm I'm going to give you my matchup right now. All right. Okay. I wrote this the other day. The Colts are winning the the Super Bowl. They're going to beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl. The Colts versus the Colts Eagles. And Eagles. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So I can't say you're a homer, really, if you're picking the Eagles to lose, even. 
Oh, that's pretty I think, bold. I think they could I'll, I'll say it's pretty bold only because Carson league. Wentz, bro. Is he going to stay healthy? Yeah. Like, we don't know, right? Sure, sure. Sure. No, I, I, that's, that's obviously the You know what the thing is, the big room, man? The only issue that I have, and yeah. Gabe and I have talked to this before, Andrew Luck is a wicked quarterback, but if they have to play any game in elements where it's not perfect, I really worry. Trust me, I like the Colts uh, very much, too. I'm going to have them in some futures. But, but take a look at every game that he's played yeah. in elements versus Kansas City, all this stuff, even dating back to, to Stanford in college. I don't know. It's almost like things have to be pristine for him. He does not know how to play in elements, so they better hope for a damn, uh, 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 you know, a dome game, home field, or a game where it's not raining or or there's snow. That's all I'm saying. But I like – I agree. Point. Yeah. That's a I've great point. That. I mean, I think, though – I think, and I think Gabe will kind of get where I'm going with this, and we can, I can relate as well because when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, everything went correctly. They got home fit advantage. You know, they got certain things other than Carson Wentz, and even when Toronto, the Raptors won the the NBA title. You need a lot of things to go your way when you win a win a title. But yeah, I, I, that's a great point. I mean, that's obviously the concern if you have to go out to to Kansas City or wherever. But I think Kansas City's in, going into the season. I'm blown away. At, how, I mean, I know Mahomes is great, and you know, I know that you know you get Tyreek Hill back, but uh, this is still a team with large question marks on their roster, particularly defensively. I mean, to think that Mahomes is going to do what he did last year, that, that, he'll be really good. But I mean, he threw for five thousand yards guys last year. I, I think the likelihood of that happening again are pretty low, and people act like this team is not going to lose a game this year. They're a dangerous team. I think their their defense. Their defense is going to be greatly improved, uh, big man, uh, this year. They, See, they, if you, I, I'm, everything I'm they did in the offseason, everything they did in the offseason has made their defense their better. Nah, they got rid of the wow. flash guys and the edge rushers and stuff. They, they're more substantive now. They're going to be much they they're lose bigger. As well. They're bigger. They're, they're bigger. They're tougher. They're better against the run. They should be better against the run. And even in Mahomes. You know what I mean? They scored 35 points a game last year. They don't need to score 35 sure. points a game. Even if they lose, let's say, a touchdown a game, they're still scoring 28 points a game. Right? I think the Chiefs are dangerous. I think the, the biggest problem with the Chiefs is Tyreek Hill's an idiot. Right? And, you know, who knows what he's going to do. I think they can win without him. But um, Andy Reid as well has to get over that 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 last that last hurdle. But I wouldn't discount them. I think the Chiefs have a better chance than the Colts. I like the Colts as well. I'm high wow. on the Colts. I have been high on the Colts over the years. But I think the Chiefs are legitimately a dangerous football team, dude. Like, you know, Tyreek Hill's an yeah, idiot I, I, and a jerk-off. But Damian Williams is fine. They have a good offensive yeah, line. They have yes. Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. Stafford, like, they, they trapped the, the kid out of Georgia. Joke. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think they're lucky to get Hill back. I mean, that that offense without Hill, I mean, what the hell did you really have there outside of Kelsey? Kelsey, I, mean, uh, I, I don't know. I I look, they obviously have Arrowhead, and that's a great thing in January to have. Like Cam said earlier, with the conditions, but I don't know. I I, I think the Panthers are going to have a lot of trouble. This was this was one of the worst secondaries in the league last year. I mean, re- they were really bad that time. Their win total is ten and a half. And it's plus 115 to the over. Yeah. I think it goes over. It's not as high as I think we lead on, you know. I think it goes over, Cam. What do you think? It's tough. I, I'm, 
I think they win uh, 10 games, Gabe. I, I told you I'm still uh, very high on the they're Chargers gonna, they, this year. They're going to lose six times. Yeah. Yeah, I think they could lose six times. I, hey, they're going to win 10 or 11. It's a great number by the book. And I'm going to go with 10 because I, 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 I have the Chargers. I'm a little bit concerned with the Melvin Gordon Kansas, stuff. I really hope it gets done. Kansas Chargers, on the money this tonight. Yeah, the Chargers, Chargers are. I love that. I love them as well. I, I, and, right, Phillip, and, yeah, Jeff Phillip Rivers is suddenly. Phillip Rivers. Yeah, that that that, that, that Philip Rivers might be his year, boys. Uh, Jeff Feinberg will like hearing that. I know he's a Philip Rivers guy. <laughs> that Chargers <laughs> team might be his year. That's a good thirty nine. He's only got a couple more final? years yet. He, be, he yeah. better do it real soon. Finally his year, baby. <laughs> I hope yeah, so. I'm not, they're good. They're good, but I think the Chiefs are better than they are. Like I said, you look at the Chiefs' schedule. They're... Chiefs at Jaguars week one, that's a win. Chiefs at Raiders, easy win. Ravens at Chiefs, they're 3-0. and Chiefs at Lions, 4-0. Hey, we'll find out. Colts at Chiefs in week five. Ooh, That'll be an interesting yeah. game. Good game. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't see the Chiefs. The Chiefs' schedule is difficult. It gets tougher as the season goes. There's a couple of tough spots. They got to go to New England, which, uh, that, you know, that sucks for them. Um, but ultimately, yeah, I don't think, you know, Chiefs at Bears is enough. Another, the last, like, eight weeks is tough for them. Yeah, but I think they're going to run out of the gate pretty hot here. I don't think they're going anywhere, guys, the Chiefs. But um, it's hey, yeah. listen. There's there's some teams that uh, it's open this year. The Patriots are somewhat vulnerable, but um, you know the Chargers. Look, you have a thirty. How old is Philip Rivers? And the Chargers 30, will win. Yeah, the Chargers will win a bunch of regular season games, but it's the same crap like in the playoffs all the time. They choke like every time, and it's like Rivers detriment yeah, almost. They don't have any home field yeah. advantage whatsoever. Yeah, but uh, Gabe, you have to say, though. I mean, it was just Patriots Day that day. I mean, they just couldn't do anything wrong. Yeah, it's yeah. been the Patriots Day eight times. It's been the Patriots Day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it'll be a quick break. We'll talk soccer, get picks on the other side. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Want two risk-free wagers? Up to a thousand bucks. Go to pointsbet.com slash grid. Open up a PointsBet sports wager account, guys. Go under the promo code GRID. You'll get two risk-free bets up to a thousand bucks. In addition, a traditional betting points bet offers you its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet by. For example, if Gabe bets the Wolverines minus three and they cover the spread by nine, you'll receive nine times your stake. That's pointsbet.com slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID. Yeah, it's amazing. And get your two risk-free bets up to 1000 bucks. That's even more amazing. Gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. That is a wicked offer. See website for full details. Wish I was in New Jersey for that one. Um, all right. Now FanDuel actually has a, a name of the finalist up. So all these Super Bowl matchups, Ooh. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what Colts the odds and, are. Uh, Colts and Eagles for big man there. 
Pretty pretty uh, smooth. Colts versus Eagles. Uh, could take me a minute to find this one. <laughs> oh, here it is. This Colts versus Eagles. Ooh, 55 to 1. Nice, 55. Oh, oh wow. yeah. Yeah, 55 to 1. That's Let's bigger than I thought it was. 50 bucks each. Uh, yeah, yeah I thought it, I thought it was going to be about 40, Gabe. I got to be honest with you. 55 sounds good. I can I can bet 55. All yeah. right. Let's see. Let's do it. What's Eagles Chargers? What's Eagles Chargers? Oh, you're you're really feeling the Bolts, big man. Pew <laughs> pew. Chargers. Uh Eagles Chargers here. Let's see. I'll try That's to find be, it here. There's a lot of them. There's a million like combinations here on this page. I don't think they 45 50. They do it in a weird order here, too. Chargers. Chargers versus the Saints is 36 to 1. Don't uh, want the Saints. Pack, uh, charge, I can't find it right now. I'll get it. I'll, I'll get this up. Chargers uh, is 540 ish, 545. Interesting. I actually thought earlier in the week, I was like, you know what? I'm going to think outside the box, too. I was thinking Colts versus Cowboys. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I think the Cowboys can, can get there, too. NFC is pretty wide open. Gag man. me. They're good, big man. Gag me on the Cowboys. <laughs> we're not we're not picking picks on who Eagle fans like here as as your hated rivals. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know. I'm just just saying. Yeah, you think who do you think's better, the Cowboys or the Eagles this year? Eagles, or he does. He uh, thinks Eagles. they're going to the Super Bowl. Of course. I mean, I, not for nothing, Gabe. I mean, is that a serious question? I mean, I don't understand how you can pick the Cowboys. I mean, Dak Prescott is Carson Wentz. Come on. Carson Wentz? What do you mean Carson Wentz? Yeah, the guy that's hurt all the time and doesn't stay healthy? Better stay healthy, though, big man. Yeah. There's uh, no plan B this year. We're not talking about on injuries. He's healthy. Yeah. If he's injured, obviously, I don't want to see you know Nate Sudfield. But if healthy, there's no one on earth that would say, I'd rather have Prescott over Carson Wentz. Yeah, I don't know. You guys in Philadelphia blow Carson Wentz like he's Joe Montana or something, man. It's like, come on, bro. He's our savior, baby. baby. I know. Yeah. No, you know who your savior is? Your savior's in Jacksonville right now. Your savior's in Jacksonville. Your savior moved out of town. By the way, what about our... What about our boy Ben Simmons? Looking pretty good with a jump shot, boys. Yeah, well, I'll believe it when I see it. But all right, so you see that video? He was killing him. Let's get to uh, yeah, yeah. So was Markel Fultz in videos. <laughs> uh, it's true. True. <laughs> it's true. All right, so um, all right, so things are getting spirited here already, and the football season's still about a month and a half away. Listen, I'm not a Cowboy fan, but I wouldn't just presume that the Eagles are going to win that division. Cam, what do you think? Uh, I. I... I'm with big man here on the, on the Eagles. I think I, I like the Cowboys too, oh, Gabe, yeah. but it's good. I think the Eagles are going to get it done. I really believe in that team this year. I, I It's going to be interesting. I, I think the Eagles can be good. If Carson Wentz stays healthy and I know he's going to have a lot of chip on his shoulders too. all the talk about Foles did this Foles did that you're, you're hurt all the time. He's going to be really focused into the season. I wonder how the running back by committee is going to work out. I know they have a lot of different guys. From a fantasy perspective, I think it's going to be a dog's breakfast because they have five or six guys that are going to get touches. But from a reality perspective, I think the Eagles win that division. Um, just for the record, the Eagles are minus 110 to win the division. The Cowboys are plus 140. 
So it's 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 a battle. You know what I mean? It's a battle. All right. So before we get out of here, big man, um, we've got some soccer uh, tonight. And one thing that we've seen over the years, whenever the Mexican teams uh, meet up with the MLS teams, the Mexican teams generally win. They've been pretty dominant mm-hmm. uh, in these in these settings. I'm looking at goals here tonight. I'm looking at goals. And, you know, there's four games. There's two tonight and there's two tomorrow. Chicago Fire plus 150 against Cruz Azul. The, the people are giving the Fire a chance. LA Galaxy are plus 185 right now. So do we have any update, big man, on their lineup right now? Uh, the yeah, they're not going to – there's, there's – there's no way they're going to play Ibrahimovic or DeSantis. They have a they have a pretty big game this weekend against Portland. Uh, from what I've read in the LA Times, they're they're not even going to have them there. So I, I think for me, if I'm looking at soccer tonight, I'd be focused a little bit more on the uh, International Champions Cup. You're you're going to get good lineups in that comp that that uh, group. I mean, you got Real Madrid, Arsenal. Real Madrid is, I mean, we know their star status. Arsenal is actually 2-0 and in this tournament. They uh, they played really well. They have a good group of young guys. We should see plenty of goals in that game. But I like uh, in a, some kind of parlay, if you have, like, another team to p- uh, post it with, I would put Bayern Munich in. Uh, Bayern Munich is stacked. I mean, they have, like, Lewandowski coming off the bench, Alfonso Davies, all those guys coming off the bench. I mean, they're they're stacked. AC Milan hasn't played yet. It's kind of they're kind of new surroundings for that group. Bayern Munich, uh, they're stacked. I like them a lot. I think I like where you're going. Uh, I don't have a problem with that. Um, you know, Arsenal. You know, it's been a it's been a bad year. It's obviously things aren't going well for them. But as you stated, this tour has been going okay for them. They're plus one ten uh, here. Bayern minus two fifty. Um, we got Guadalajara and Atletico hey, Madrid. Monster number there though. The thing about Arsenal that I kind of like with this team is um, if you know anything about Arsenal, they're going through a lot of issues with their owner, Stan Kroenke, right now. A lot of guys have got roster spots available to them. If they play well, you know, this is a team that, that I don't know that has a lot of set talent right now. Uh, defensively, there's guys that can step up. They have a lot of young kids that have looked really good. This is a, a time to showcase that kind of stuff in the States uh, in front of big fan bases. Arsenal's been hungry, and, and they've looked hungry in this tournament, winning uh, a few games so far. I, yep. I think there are goals in that one, but watch out for them. They, they've played well. Let's see what the both goal, both teams to score prop is in that. Madrid and Arsenal. Both teams to score. Minus 235. Uh, Over-under. Parlay that with Bayern Munich. 250. Son of a bitch. The over-under is two and a half cam, but minus 230. Yeah, I know. I'm seeing two and a half, two thirty, two fifty, and nice. it's the same thing in the other one with Bayern and AC Milan. Might have to parlay both overs. There's goals in these in this stuff. Yeah, and I'll tell you what wouldn't surprise me if Bayern went two 0 Honestly, uh, AC Milan. I, I don't know. I mean, it, they're generally a defensive group. So I mean, I, again, I, I think Bayern wins. I, I would be safe with that. I, I love your call with. The over in the other game, there should be three or four goals surely well, in that one. What you guys Madrid, are talking? Ars- so Byron, Byron, Munich, yeah. just to just to win with Atletico Madrid is one thirty-seven in a parlay, Gabe. It is, huh? Yeah, yeah they're minus five hundred. Oh, what's that? Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's, that's tomorrow, Atletico Madrid. That one's if tomorrow. You, if if you got the patience, buddy. I know. You got the. I patience. was going to say, how about Byron, <laughs> Byron Munich to win? 
parlayed with the over two and a half in Real and Arsenal. Uh, That's a parlay. That's a parlay. Uh, That should be around even money, I would think. Does that pay? Let's see. It pays. Plus 110? Yeah, a little. I'd say a little to the plus. You'd hope. Stupid computer, and I won't scroll all the way. Plus 115, I'll say. Good guess. Be around plus 115, 120. Yeah, let me see. I'm dealing with a new computer. Plus 100. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Plus 100. But I'm telling you now, and you're right, listen, the Galaxy are bitching about, I don't know what the point of having these tournaments are if they're not going to, you know what I mean? Oh, we're going to worry really about fun. our, yeah, we got to worry about our playoff, uh, blah, blah, blah. But I'll tell you what, I'll, I guarantee you what happens, big man, is Tijuana fans are going to take that stadium over, bro. The Mexicans like nothing oh, yeah. better than coming and beating the American team. They're going to score Very on them. They're going to beat them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, there's going to be a ton of Tijuana fans there. L.A. Galaxy have already been struggling. They can't keep the ball out of the net in the MLS. They're not going to stop these Mexican guys. And the Mexican team do send their starters because they want to – they're building their brand and stuff. I was, I was reading about it. They're trying to steal fans from the MLS, essentially. They basically <laughs> said it's important because it's L.A. It's their market, big man, right? Yep. Tijuana's taking it seriously tonight. San Diego, L.A., no, that's their I, market. And, you know, yeah, no, and it's not far. They should travel well. Yeah, I mean, the Galaxy, I, like if it, I think if they were playing, like, even FC Cincinnati or the worst team, I think look, I, look I don't think Zion Ibrahimovic yeah. would play in, in any. Look, uh, look uh, they're playing six guys off the Galaxy 2 roster tonight. Really? Yeah. That's that's, and the numbers plummeting, guys. Tijuana were, like, plus 150 earlier in the day. It's plus 125 now. By kickoff, this thing might be plus yeah, 100. I think- Give me Tijuana. Give me Tijuana and he over. <laughs> That's what I'm betting. I'm betting it. Tijuana and he over. Two one looks 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 promising. Two one. Yeah, two one, two one uh Tijuana, maybe maybe three one. I like just a regular bet on Tijuana to win. Uh, you know, plus one twenty five and then the parlay. Bayern Munich to win and uh Arsenal, over. Real Madrid over two and a half. All right, so before we get it, get you out of here, you're uh from the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. On the other side. All right, let's get down to business. Uh, we'll get to the phone line in a minute or two here. Let's uh, blast through the baseball uh, card here tonight. Uh, Colorado Rockies at Washington Nationals. Lambert at Strasburg. Strasburg minus 245. Lambert plus 210. Total is nine. Uh... Nationals going in a parlay tonight, Cam? Uh, I was thinking about it, Gabe. I was thinking about it. I, I did another parlay that pays a little bit more because the one team is under 200, but I would not talk you away from it. The Nationals are but huge pitching advantage there, minus 240. They should be able to get it done. Colorado had one good game against the Yankees. Other than that, they haven't been playing great baseball. So yeah, I'm not going to stop you, Gabe. I have no problem with Strasburg. 
but it needs to be parlayed or run line. All right, so we've got uh, Chris Archer on the hill here tonight. Chris Archer on the hill here tonight, Cam. Um, against the Cardinals. I was on the Cardinals. Uh, I've been riding the Cardinals, if you've noticed, quite a bit recently, actually. Yep. And yep. they've been pretty good to me. I get the feeling that Pittsburgh are the play tonight, though. You know, it's why it, it, I think Pittsburgh are the play tonight. Yet, yet I like the under in this game. And man, I don't know why I do this to myself, uh, but I'm gonna go with the under. I see nine runs in this spot. Uh, you got Dakota Hudson. Uh, one thing that's a little bit concerning here, and man, I freaking hate these fucking computer man, like son of a bitch, guys. Like, uh, is Carl on the phone? Is your app, it's is a, it the app? Uh, it's or? a MacBook. We have a direct, yeah. like, internet oh, thing. Nice. And everything oh, spins, okay. like, every two effing seconds, man. Try to do an in-game show. I don't have any TVs. I got a, I got a thing in the internet that, like, spins and, like, all right, yeah, we've got to, we've, we've got to, like, this, this is why we're doing this before the football season camp, but it's All a little right. frustrating sitting here with this crap. You know what I'm saying? I, oh, I, I totally know what you're saying, buddy. I'm dealing with a lot of things, uh, too. It's, uh, trust me, Gabe, you see me, I go wild too, buddy. So I, I, I got your back. It's, it's tough. I, I hate, no, I open a page. I open yeah, a I page and it shit. takes like 30 the seconds spins? to fill up. Yeah. yeah and it, it's yeah. like, it's like I'm dealing in like 1984 or something like that. I've been told, oh, we have our own personal uh, internet connection and stuff. Well, you know what? It sucks. Like, uh, whatever it is. So, anyways, Hudson's won his three starts, but he's given up 4.5 uh, runs per dangerous, game. Uh, dangerous doing, game, so. though, Marenzi. I know you like to, you like to play with fire. Uh, Archer's been a lot better for Pittsburgh. Uh, the Cardinals, you know, they're they're really grinding. Um, I have a lean to the Pittsburgh Pirates in this game. I'm not going to bet it, though, in that total at nine. Yeah, I could see it just squeezing under. Tough game, though, Marenzi. Uh, I'm, I found a couple other things that I like on the card. I'm going to pass that one. I'm not betting too too many games tonight, probably four or five. I don't even think I'll make a six-pack tonight. I'm one beer short. I'm going to do it. Give me the Pirates and the under. I was only going to go with the under. You just talked me into the Pirates. You're also doing uh, – no, I have the lean to the Pirates. You're also doing the in-game live, so you can either – yeah, you're, you're going to be playing with a lot of games anyway. So, you know how uh, it goes. All right, so um, Cleveland – Cleveland's minus 184. Sanchez, man, this this poor kid. I mean, what's the deal here, Cam? I mean, I'm telling you, I, and I really, it's not, it's it's not been totally as bad as people think. It's been one bad inning, but it happens every game. I got to go with the Cleveland Indians here. They're smelling Minnesota. Got a win against the Yankees last night. That was very important for me and important for the Twins. Cleveland understands you take care of business, and they've owned Toronto. So I'm going to take uh, the Cleveland Indians in a parlay, Gabe, because I don't want to lay 75 cents. I could parlay Cleveland, and I'm going against. Gabe, I'm sorry. I went to the other bar. Duff was too expensive, like Steam Whistle. I had to go for a FUD. Sorry, Dan Duffy. You're you're gone tonight. I'm taking Keuchel and the Braves. Uh, that one's for you, Kyle Hamburg. Cleveland and Atlanta parlayed plus 125. So Aaron, Aaron Sanchez um, has gone 15 starts without winning a baseball game. You He's 0-13 correct. with a 7.98 earned run average. It's a problem. After starting the season three and one with a two three two, mm. uh, the twenty seven year old has not gone uh, more than six innings in any of his last seven starts after yielding four runs over five innings uh, against uh, Boston. Yeah, it's hard not to like. Now you got Trevor Bauer who's been pitching well. Hard not to like the Tribe here tonight, Cam. No, I do, and uh, I I don't like the price. So you can either take Cleveland. Uh, you know, if you want to take one seventy five. 
it's not going to break the bank. It's not like it's minus 220. But Cleveland on the run line, minus one and a half, minus 120. But I like it parlayed uh, with another game with the Braves to plus 125. Morency, that's where I'm going tonight with that game. What do you think of uh, this uh, Philadelphia at Detroit game? Boyd, I'm that could be it. Boyd's last start here. Who do you like? I'm, I'm betting it. I know Boyd probably wants to go. And I'm going to take Nola and the Phillies on the road. Uh, it's 50 cents. Yeah. Uh, it's about as high as I want to go with this game. But it's going to make the card. It's not going to be a huge play. I think Philadelphia is a better team than Detroit. They go in there and get it done. Castellanos is talking about everyone hates hitting at Comerica Park. You know what? Philadelphia, put your money where your mouth is. We get Nola, a better pitcher, better spot. Give me the Philadelphia Phillies laying only 50 cents. I'm in. I like it. I agree. Um, Last night, we cashed a ticket with the Boston Red Sox. We talked about Chris Sale not being automatic money, but normally Chris Sale's a monster favorite. Do the Red yep. Sox have something going here? Chris Sale, minus 156 right now at FanDuel. Uh, I don't know, I, Gabe. I don't know. I might put the brakes on. You know what I feel like with your you're Tijuana? You're putting the brakes on. A little, I'm, a, a little I'm, Chirinos. You're putting the brakes on. Chirinos. I was about to put the foot down, Cam. I'm about to put the foot down. It's I'm coming down. down. Hold on. Chris Sale. I'm putting my foot down on Chirinos. <laughs> you take That's a good price. Tonight? Gabe, I'm telling you, we're not going to get a price like that as a home dog with the Rays. Sales been hit. I don't like the price. You like Tijuana. We could go out for a couple cold cervezas, Coronas or cerveza Tecatis, and we'll have it with a little Chirinos on the side, baby. Give me Chirinos plus 145. All right. Uh, yeah, it's Mexican. Well, it's Mexican night. You're betting the soccer. You might as well have a cold Chirinos with you too, right, friend? We agree on the price. Phillies. We agree on the yeah, Phillies. You I'm like Atlanta, the too? So, you, so far, you think the, you so think far, the are going to lose? This is what yeah. I got. I got. I'm taking the Pittsburgh Pirates, and I'm taking the yes. Pirates and the Cards under. I do mm-hmm. think the Jays are going to lose tonight. I haven't met the partner yet. There's something about that national game. I don't like it. I'm staying away. I uh, agree. Boston, I'll lay the 56 on the Sox with Sale. Oh, Phil- I really wish Phil- you didn't, but you're Phil- your own Phil- man. You're, Philadelphia. You're your own Philadelphia and Detroit, I agree. Philadelphia is the play. San Diego, New York Mets. Give me under eight and a half, man. You know this what? Paddock, guy, a, you can't hit this guy. That's another thing. That's it's a bad weather here. The ball ain't flying anywhere. The Mets can't hit. The Mets, Vargas hey. is a decent pitcher. This game's that's going on. That's what under. I'm saying. I, I got to be honest with you. Like, Jason Vargas has really turned around. For people like, oh, who automatically take the over? Be very careful there. I see, actually, I think the Mets are a dangerous dog in that game. And I think the score will be something like four to one or four to two. Uh, I lean under in the Mets, but uh, there's a couple things I like more. But I can totally understand where you're going with that. I think Vargas is being undervalued. It's a good. They might right. be a good dog at plus 130. I'm gonna. I we got the parlay partner. Like you said, Duff Duff is the Duff is flat, Cam. Oh yeah, Duff we went for flat. a has been sitting in the, the sun bad. in the backyard, just flies says, all around. Yeah, yeah. But it's a bad bed, Homer. Uh, I'm gonna have a nice glass of Keichel. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Keichel sounds like a nice European brew that will really tap. satisfy me. Yeah. You know what Keichel is? Keichel's like the 10% Euro beer that'll be like smoking a joint, too. It'll be refreshing and amazing. Give me a Keichel, 10%. This is I'm probably in. pretty pretty, pretty uh, politically incorrect, but I'm taking the uh, the native parlay. <laughs> no, no, what, what uh, Indians and Braves? I'm with yeah. it, too. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, it's, the it's the respect to the native parlay. Yeah, no, we're ta- hey, we're on. Braves uh, hey, and the Indians. Indians and Braves love Native Americans. Let's do this yeah. thing. We're on Indians it, Gabe. I'm on it, too. Yeah, yeah. Indians and Braves. That's the parlay. That's the parlay. The What's it? Parlay? 125. 125. Plus 125? Yep, yep. 
All right. I like it. All right. So San Diego and the Mets under. We agree. All right. Cincinnati and Milwaukee. I'm staying away from pass, this game. Pass. I don't want anything <laughs> like, to do with this game. I'm like pass. a mouse that's got snapped too many times. I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm out. Davies at oh, home yeah. should win, but no pass. Marlins and the White Sox. Uh, you're done with that, I assume. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm pretty done with that Marlins experiment, even though they'll, they'll win tonight, but I'm not touching it. Pass. Um. Miley and Fires. Fires has been fire. This guy's been Ash, funny. You, gave you, you forgot Yankees. Yankees only 20 cents with Herman against Gibson. Oh, I was going to get to it next. Sorry. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, next. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, no, right. no, you're right. You're right. Um, Herman, minus Yankees. 116. I'm on it. I'm taking the Yankees. Team with me. We're So we're on the same, some of the same stuff tonight. I'm I'm with the uh, Yankees. Big card Morenci and Cam here tonight. Uh, Baltimore. Four games right now. That's not very big, but. Yeah, it's true. They're parlay one of them. So Baltimore and uh, Arizona. Uh, I took Arizona last night. It's like robbing the same bank two days in a row. I'm going to stay I away. I agree with you. I'm going to tell you something. I got a weird feeling about Baltimore, but I'm staying away. But I think I'd be very careful with Arizona tonight. Something tells me that uh, it's something weird's going to happen there. And the Giants. I know, uh, the Giants. I know you, Darvish, has been pitching better. I get it. But this could be Bumgarner's last start in the stadium, too, if they trade him for some reason. Could be his last start. He's been on fire. They're sixteen and three in the last nineteen. Give me the Giants. If things go well, Gabe, uh, I'm not gonna. T- I I want to take the Giants, but I might go back with the Mariners again. I don't like what I see from Texas. I'm sticking by my words. They're a fade in the second half. I really don't want to lay thirty cents with Tommy Malone, but you know what? This Martin guy for Texas is horrible too. Maybe the over in Seattle. Seattle's starting to. You know they're hitting a little bit at home. They uh, they hey, got it done uh, tonight. For me, Cam, it's the same same. Same thing. Same, what, I, you're robbing the Bank of Seattle instead. I get it. Yeah, no, we we no dodged the bullet. Point. Yeah, yeah. Let's like let's not push it. It's like having sex with a Kardashian without a condom. You can do it once, but it's gonna catch up eventually. <laughs> um, all right, let's squeeze in some phone calls, uh, gentlemen. Rapid. You've got to be fast. Uh, there's a couple Rapid of minutes. Fire. So in other oh, words, no. Jason, please don't tell us where you worked when you were 18 years old. Uh, Are we, gone? we got Bob and we got uh, we got Julio. Julio, picks. What do you got, Julio? All right, gentlemen, quickly. Cleveland, run line, minus 120. San Diego, give me the Fathers, minus 139. Tonight against the Mets. Phillies, run line at even money. Brewers, Reds, first five under five and a half at minus 110. Rangers, Mariners, first five over five and a half at minus 110. Give me Cleveland, Bayern Munich, Atletico de Madrid in a parlay, and for tomorrow in the Champions League qualifier, Bate Borisov, Rosenberg, over two, two and a half goals at plus 110. I'm even leaning a draw at plus 220. And they give me uh, Club Cluj out of Romania against Maccabi Tel Aviv of Israel, over two and a half goals at minus 125. I'm even leaning under at plus 210. Take care, guys. What a car, Julio. That was fast. Uh, what was his parlay? Was tonight's soccer? What was? Yeah, was it Bruce? Uh, do you want, do you, I'll, I'll, I'll slow down. I'll slow down quickly. Parlay, Atletico de Madrid, Bayern Munich, and the Cleveland Indians in a three-teamer. Okay, that's, that's the one. Yeah, there we go. I like that. May the All winners right, be Julio. yours, Julio. May the yeah, winners be good yours, one. Julio. Good yeah. to hear from you, Julio. Yeah, we don't want to rush people, but uh, pack, pack show here today. It is, yeah. Who's and next? We, we vote. Uh, do we have Bob still? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, what Bob? Got, what's, Bob? The, what, what's your pick that I have? Yeah, right away today. No snoring today, I promise. No, no snoring. Okay, stuff, Bob. I'm taking Pittsburgh over St. Louis. Yeah. Yankees over Minnesota. Like it, Bob. And yes. Houston over Oakland. 
Oh, right. Bob. Hey, nice pick, have Bob. a good one there, Bob. I'm going to stay good to hear from you, Bob. I'm going to stay away from the Oakland-Houston uh, game. Oakland and I don't agree win. with that guy, Houston. big man on campus. The Eagles are not even going to the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> who do you, you think is better, the Eagles or the Cowboys? I don't think either one of them are going. I think the Giants are going. <laughs> You're the best, Bob. Yeah, I love you, Bob. I the think Giants they're going. They're not going to the yeah, they, they're they're going. going to the well, Giants they're a lot better than those two teams put together, I think, this no, year. No, they're not. They're not. They're not. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland. Hey, Gabe, one more thing before I leave. Atlanta. All right. Okay, bye, Bob. Through. Yes, bye, Bob. Gang. Um, Pittsburgh Pirates, minus 130. Cardinals Pirates, under 9. Padres Mets, under 7.5. Yankees, minus 115. Give, give me the over in the Arsenal game. Give me Tijuana to win. Yeah. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Here's what you missed on Game Time Decisions. Blue.com uh, will join us on Tuesday instead of Wednesday uh, this week. Uh, Lou steps up at UFC 240 uh, quality card in Edmonton, Alberta uh, this weekend. We break it down uh, with, uh, with Lou. A big man on campus uh, will join us. We'll talk a little college uh, football, and uh, there's some soccer games on tap uh, this evening. The LA Galaxy take on Tiana in the uh, the League's <laughs> Cup, which Yeehaw. is a <laughs> Great. yeah. The League League's Cup is a uh, it's a new it's a new tournament, new series. It's the top four teams from the MLS versus the top four teams uh, from the uh, the Mexican uh, league. Quite a little rivalry uh, going on between these two leagues. Um, you know, we'll see the um, the seriousness of how how the LA Galaxy uh, take it according to their starting lineup uh, tonight. But I expect there to be some goals. Uh, like uh, Tijuana played. Um, Tijuana has uh, beaten. They beat uh, LA um, LAFC uh, before. They beat them pretty easily, three one. The Mexican league is pretty good, and they like to beat the American teams, the MLS teams, <laughs> and they can score. There should be some goals in this game tonight. But we'll break that down. How you doing, Cam? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, Gabe. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I expect that, too. A little bit of defense. You know, when the Mexicans play, they like to, to, to score some goals. Good ending to the night last night, too, man. That was great. Uh, I'm happy for you. Got San Francisco. Uh, my big play was Seattle. Uh, down early, came back late. It was good. We finished, uh, you know, a little bit uh, tough early, but the late games went great. So, uh, you know, I'm happy with anything. As I told you before, anything to the plus is a victory these days. Yeah, we ended up uh, leaving here uh, with with plus units, which is I think it's the first time. I think it happened once last week, uh, to be honest uh, with you. It's tough at night, buddy. Since you've been yeah, there, it's that live betting's a ooh, it's uh, a tough one. But it's these tough. baseball games, and I always I already followed baseball, but I follow it more closely now. And these games are insane, bro. Like you said, look, I came back in the San Francisco game. But uh, the Milwaukee Brewers, dude, that caused me a heart oh, attack. They're losing four oh. one all night. I'm like, all right, that's done. 
boom, you take a 5-4 lead only to lose in the ninth, bro. Like, come on, man. I'm going to tell you, Gabe, I can't take actually I'm been, so sick of that. Oh, I'm sick of it too, buddy. That's what got us into this mess here. It started the week off. But I will say this. We predicted it. NL Central. It's the craziest division going. Any games in that division, nothing's over, man. Comebacks, freak, freak endings, it's insane. Uh, you're right. You're right. And we're right back at it tonight. You have the Cardinals and the Pirates. I don't like a side. Archer goes uh, for the Bucks tonight. Kind of feels like a Pittsburgh night tonight, but I've got an opinion on the total. Game time decisions, Red Heat Rage Radio. Gamble next.